Welcome to the podcast of the Entrepreneur's Way, brought to you by Exhub. I'm Hannes, your host, and in this program, we are talking to entrepreneurs in Ethiopia. We want you to be inspired, to see the opportunities, and to meet the challenges of becoming an entrepreneur. The way of the entrepreneur is a journey. They all started somewhere, and so can you. Today, actually, we have our first guest, Teddy, from XHub. He founded XHub in 2014. And yeah, Teddy, I want to ask you, mm -hmm. can you maybe introduce yourself? Um, yes, uh, I am Teddy, Theodoros Tadessa, founder of XHub at this. Uh, I founded it, but now XHub is being run by many people, uh, many uh, great people like you. We founded Exab in 2014 with a vision of uh, raising entrepreneurs that solve uh, local problems with local solutions. Uh, we started as an IT hub. We were able to raise entrepreneurs in the IT sector and we were successful. It wasn't easy when we started in 2014, back then, you know, the power of six years. There was literally nothing except for one hub. Ice at this. They are our trailblazers, and we are always grateful for Ice at this. We great friends. So back then there was literally nothing, and we were the second hub in the country, an IT hub solely dedicated to raising and creating IT entrepreneurs. It was like what? What are you guys talking about? Isn't it something that the government is supposed to do? Uh, isn't it that something that can only happen in? Uh, big countries in areas and places like the Silicon Valley or in India or in Europe. And, you know, it, it sounded like we were talking about something that's luxurious. But for us, entrepreneurship for Africa is not a luxury. It's a demand. It's a must do. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started it as an initiative <coughs> of our mother company called the Center for African Leadership Studies. The Center for African Leadership Studies is an indigenous leadership solution provider for leadership challenges in the country and beyond. So for us, we started as a leadership company. We were successful. We started in 2012 with the Center for African Leadership Studies. And two years later, we started XHub because we were profitable. We were successful with our leadership trainings and consultancies and solution provision. So we said, how do we give back to our community? And we wanted to give the best to our community. So what is that? We started talking, we started discussing, and we wanted to give back, you know, human beings, transformed leaders. How do we raise them or create them? And we said, you know, we used to face a lot of challenges mm. back then, and we still have a lot of issues in ev almost in every sector, be it in the medical, be it in transport, be it in education, be it in agriculture. So we said, um, why don't we raise entrepreneurs mm. that would solve these problems? But as you know, entrepreneurship has a lot of branches and it's like an ocean. What kind of entrepreneurs? Then we started doing a survey and we saw a lot of young people, you know, passionate for IT, for coding, creating mobile apps and all that. And nearly almost all of them wanted to have something that's their own. All of them wanted mm. to have a business of their own. Mm. So we said, instead of us uh, telling them what to do, why don't we start from what they have? Mm. These are young people, they mm. want to have their own business. Let's try and help them own their own business and help them solve, you know, local problems. And we started as an IT hub. 
It was a rough road, but it was okay. It was fun. Now, six years later, we have many partners from all over the world, but we started out of a good heart that wanted to give. So that is one reason. The second main reason is growing up myself, you know, growing up and, you know, my friends and my brothers, we did not have the right kind of mentors, but we all were dreamers. So all those great dreams had no listeners. Mm. They all fell, you know, deaf ears. But otherwise we had great dreams. I come from a community or a society where, you know, the country ended its civil war, long lasting civil war and war torn countries was like, like, you know, every opportunity was so hard to find. But I was always uh, saying to myself, you know, when I grow up, I promise I'll listen to the dreams of, you know, young men and women Mm. and help them achieve their dreams because Mm. social transformation is a result of dreams that are achieved. These are the two reasons why we started X-Hub. And since then, we have solved a lot of dreams. We have helped mm. translate a lot of dreams into reality. And we are blessed. At the moment, we are working with the MasterCard Foundation to raise 20 entrepreneurs and 90 mentors that support the ecosystem. Mm. Uh, at this time, we're working with the British Council to raise 10 entrepreneurs in Bahardar. We're about to make the call for that. So mm. this is, <laughs> in short, the journey. <laughs> So thank you so much, actually, for this introduction. So it also sounds a a little bit like you started it out of your own dream or out of your own wish. When you were young, you you dreamed of, I want to do something and nobody listened or there were not so many people who listened. And now you are trying to do that. So you are really passionate about it. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm. in every entrepreneur's heart and journey, there is this stage that we call at XR, that I call here especially, validation. Validation is not... When I come and give you money or validation is not when I come and give you computer or office space, the entrepreneur craves for the validation of good hearts. Mm. You know, every entrepreneur needs to be validated by someone and, you know, says, gets, that's a great idea. Why don't you give it a try? If it succeeds, it succeeds. If it fails, it's okay to fail. But give it a shot, give it a try. We call that validation. So I have a question for you. When you have this dream, right? I feel many people, they have a dream, but at the same time, they have limiting beliefs. They think like, because of this and that, I cannot do it. Mm-hmm. They, they still have the dream, but they limit themselves because of beliefs. Mm-hmm. So my question is, what are some of these beliefs and how can we actually address them? Because sometimes... The hurdle is within ourselves. Our own beliefs hold us back because we think we need to have first a lot of money before we can start or something. But maybe this is just a limiting belief. Yes. So I wanted to ask you, what are these limiting mm-hmm. beliefs and what, what can um, young people do? Yeah, you know, the, 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 you raised a wonderful question, Hannes. Uh, I'm not sure if we can address it all in this uh, one interview. But beliefs are everything in one's life. Mm. Nobody can grow bigger than or taller than the belief that the person has one about him or herself, about the environment he or she is, or about the capabilities that the person has. So nobody, nobody can grow bigger than the assumptions and the beliefs that he or she has about. So if you want to transform an entrepreneur's life, you have to first find out the beliefs that are not working for the success of this entrepreneur. So for example, an athlete... You know, Ethiopia is a country of great athletes. I'll tell you a big secret. 
Do you know that most of our athletes win their competition before they even reach the country, before they even reach the, 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 the competition, before they even reach the stage? They win it here. Like Haile Gabrasalasi, Kananisa, Trunesh, and all the Dibaba sisters, they win the battles before even they board the plane. It is your heart, it's your assumption that first wins. Mm. Then the rest is manifestation of your belief. So whatever you do, after you believe, works to serve your belief system. It starts from the beginning of your day. So all your actions will serve your assumption, your belief system. So I have a question. So for example, in Ethiopia, there are many people who are very successful in sports. Mm -hmm. So maybe people from Ethiopia, they also have this belief like, wow, I know we are like a nation who is successful in running and other sports. So they come already with this positive enabling belief. Mm -hmm. But when it maybe comes to, to mm -hmm. other areas, there's a lack of positive examples. Other people who did it before, like still there are some examples, but not as many as in sports, for Absolutely. example. So how important are these examples? Yes. So the first thing is, you know, we need to learn about the relationship between our belief And our behavior, our action, it's our idea, it's our belief that gives birth to our action. Then our action has consequences, results. But most of us, we don't notice the relationship between the belief system, our beliefs and assumptions, and the result. So the belief systems need to be identified. What is it that we hold uh, as uh, true? To identify it and first work to change it to convert it that's why we're very serious about mindset mm. yes you're absolutely right when it comes to athletics especially when it comes to starting from you know very recently from 1500 meters 3000 meters 5000 meters 10,000 meters and marathon. half a marathon and marathon we've succeeded you know we have mm. athletes who even win the battle the mm. competition way before they are on the stage. But the question is, why don't we learn from this and then bring it to our manufacturing industry, to our tech entrepreneurs, to our uh, bureaucracy, to our politics and all that. Uh, that's an area where the country needs to work the, you know, very seriously. Um, fortunately, when it comes to businesses, we have Ethiopian Alliance you know, that beat every assumption, that defied Every assumption, you know, even global assumptions that Africa cannot have a wonderful airline like this. But we're now working towards getting our learning and taking it into other services, mm -hmm. into other sectors. You know, if we can succeed with ET, why don't we succeed with our tourism? Why don't we succeed with our agriculture? Mm. Why don't, you know, we have a model. But I think Ethiopia needs a great revolution when it comes to mindset and culture. You know, very recently, Ethiopia announced uh, supporting uh, a research on um, a COVID medicine mm. with herbal medicine, uh, uh, medicines and all that. And there was a huge shout saying, oh, are we going to do it? Why not? Why don't we try it? Nobody said, you know, this is it. But, you know, somebody mm. somewhere has to say we should try it. But there was a lot of doubt. This is why, you know, we need to work on our common assumptions and beliefs mm. and address them. So, for example, many entrepreneurs, as you have seen, they say, you know, I don't have access to finance. I don't have money and hence I don't succeed. But the thing is, two years ago, we conducted a research and it's only 
17% of the entrepreneurs who believe that access to finance is vital to succeed in entrepreneurial journey. Uh, otherwise, there are other things that entrepreneur needs. But for a person who says, you know, I don't have financial uh, access to finance or capital, so I'm not succeeding. Even if you go and give that person all the capital he or she needs, he will not succeed mm. because there are other things that entrepreneurship success needs outside of uh, uh, capital. Mm. So all the behaviors and the actions of the entrepreneur will be guided towards validating or towards this, uh, proving, proving that he cannot succeed. You know, uh, that's how the mind is uh, geared. So uh, one thing we said, what is like very important is like the belief. So you like, since you started XHub already a long time ago, and you're pretty much in contact with lots of entrepreneurs mm -hmm. what is what is your advice maybe the three main points you can give young people who want to start a business for themselves mm -hmm. the first thing i i always you know uh, advise is a strong desire to change you need to desire it it is when you have desire when you have hunger for something that you go and fetch it You need to have that same amount of hunger within you. The first thing for me is hunger, desire. You need to desire it. Mm. You need to have a desire to change, to have a better life, to have a better meaning life, to impact the lives of other people, to transform community, to transform society. Hunger is everything. You can give everything that you know a person says he or she needs, but without hunger, nothing happens. But if you just show a glimpse of hope to a person with hunger, then nobody can stop that person. No government can stop that person. You can take the life of Steve Jobs. His own friends expelled him from his own company, from Apple. Nobody stopped him. They called him back to come back and lead. You cannot stop that man because he had that desire to make a difference. The first thing is desire. The second thing for me is vision, a clear vision. What is it that you want? You have to know it. You need to have clarity. You need to be very clear about your vision. What is it that you want? And how do you want to do it? Who's your market? Who's your, uh, what's your product? And all that. You need, you need to be very clear. Very clear. The universe does not work for the confused ones. It is an orderly universe, and it responds to orderly mind. What's the third thing? Habit. Habit is everything. You can have all the clarity, but without the right habits, mm. nothing happens. You need to have the right kind of habits for every kind of endeavor. Habits are everything. That's the final multiplier. For example, the habit that the athlete, Haile Gebrselassi, wants and the habit that a coder, a designer, or uh, an artist want may differ. But all the three need sets of habits that serve them achieve their goals. So for me, the third thing is right, sets of habits. I agree. Habit is, is very important. I actually agree with all of the points. I think what people are always think 
is they see the end result of the runner, for example, how mm -hmm. successful, but they don't see the habit or the desire or the vision behind it. Mm -hmm. So these are like the very important multipliers every day, which you can live. So I think that's very important. Very important. Habit is everything. So before the podcast, we were actually talking and you said, let's talk about COVID. I mean, it's a quite recent topic. Mm. And um, so, yeah, my question is, what can startups do or businesses in general during this difficult time? I think for startups, I, my advice for them is understand the pattern, understand the trend, spend a lot of time on analyzing what's going on. This world is not going to be the same. This is, we're not going to get back into a world that we put before COVID. We're not going back. We either would come out as successful individuals, family, organizations, or country, or we are going to be losers. But what's the trend? What's happening? How is it going to affect our, our passion? How is it going to affect our vision? And what is it that we should do? What's the future? Understand the future. Unfortunately, in Ethiopia, there is a lot of talks on politics, but let's talk on entrepreneurship, take, and all that. The world has reached a different stage. The conversation has changed, and we need to join that conversation. I know we are a little behind, but we also have positive advantages mm. that we can tap into. So I think we need to buckle up. So the first thing is to understand it, to analyze it. Then see how it's going to affect them. Then take opportunity of it and impact and positively support the people around them, elderly and all that. You know, they cannot forget their family, their community and all that. But at the same time, they should also be determined to take advantage of the situation and you know now most everybody is staying at home sitting at home they can train themselves they can read see the gaps that they have and fill those gaps in skills in attitude in knowledge and see where the world is getting into Take the best advantage of the staying at home. Do exercise. If they have, you know, bad habits like smoking, alcohol, or drugs, or chat, or anything that does not serve them, an ideal time to stop. An ideal time to quit and form right habits. My advice for young entrepreneurs is this COVID, you know, has kind of common for people to have a form of depression because we're living in um, in an uncertain time and lack of knowledge as to what's going to happen or where it, when is it going to end and all that creates a form of frustration and depression uh, but it's okay have good sincere conversation with family and friends uh, form right and good habits eat well drink well take a good care of yourselves and your dream dream big don't stop the hunger within you have a tenacious spirit and Things are going to work out for the better if we work hard. For me, I see a great future coming to Africa and coming to the use of Ethiopia, but we need to work very hard and update ourselves, educate ourselves and prepare. There is going to be a lot of things that are going to change Even in terms of you know, global partnerships. Some companies, trust me, are coming to invest in Africa, but if our young people are not educated and are not geared with the right 
uh, knowledge and skill sets, they cannot take advantage of the opportunities mm. that are going to come, even as a result of COVID-19. COVID is changing a lot of things. So let's talk about entrepreneurship from a different perspective. In Ethiopia, from the history of the government, the government was like very strong. They're like uh, government owned businesses and, and things like that. And I think the Ethiopian government is also focusing a lot on mega projects mm -hmm. like house building, construction, mm -hmm. dams and, and so on. But actually like There are studies about that actually startups and young businesses create the most jobs. They have the most impact on the economy. So what is needed to get this shift from mega projects to actually focus on entrepreneurship? <laughs> that shift is already happening in, within the government. Government is very serious about jobs creation and entrepreneurship development, probably more than ever before. And a lot of initiatives and discussions are happening, but they all need to trickle down and, you know, happen on the ground the government will very recently will launch its 10 years plan uh, development plan it talks a lot about entrepreneurship about ecosystem and access to finance access to knowledge and access to human capital you know these are the three things that you need for the success of entrepreneurship journey or entrepreneurship as a nation so there are great things happening but they all take time and they all take hard work nothing happens easy no country has ever made it easy hmm. no country has ever made it easy why would Ethiopia assume that we would make make it easy we want we have to toil we have to die trying before we succeed that's the case with Europe the case with the US the case with China and India hmm. so that's going to be the case with Ethiopia so I think uh, that's what I I see for the future Thank you very much. So we talked about what can people do to start a business and what are maybe the three most important ingredients. Yes. One of them you said desire. And even before we said you need to have the belief. Yes. If you have limiting Limit, beliefs, yes. you have to remove them. Yep. Then the second is vision. You need vision. to have clarity. Yeah. The third one was habit, habit formation. And use Corona to fill the gaps. Yes. Study at home exercise, build the good habits. Yeah. And use, use, use social media for a good cause. Yeah. Use social media to develop yourself. Anybody can educate the, him or herself. Yeah. And you will put yourself on a positive trajectory. Absolutely. Thank you, Hannes. Thank you so much, Teddy. Thank ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.